This is Dave. This is Yanni. This is Al. This is Will. This is Caitlin. And we are iPodcast Magic Missile. Welcome to iPodcast Magic Missile, where we play games and talk geek. Broadcasting every week from the New River Valley in the beautiful mountains of Southwest Virginia, we bring you audio from some of the most exciting games, new and old. No actual wizard spells here, just actual play from great games. This is iPodcast Magic Missile. Reminds me of those late night commercials where it's like, we're just dying to talk, talk to you. To you. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of. Because you don't want to literally kill someone. <laughs> we're dying if they don't talk to us. I like talking to all kinds of men. I like men who are older Older than me, younger younger than me, me, and and the same same age. (laughs) That's like my favorite. That was actually in there. Word for word. (laughs) That is a word for word quote. Thank you. You can just say you like men. (laughs) I wish I knew enough math to make like an actual like (laughs) mathematical series for that. (laughs) <laughs> if X is less than Y, X is a real number. X. <laughs> you know, fuck it. Imaginary numbers too. Imaginary men are the tops. They're just the bee's knees. <laughs> Rational men too. I just like all mathematical types. <laughs> Yikes! So we haven't done this in a while. What has everyone been playing? I've been playing Starbound and Swords and Potions. What, so Swords and Potions, I assume, is one well, of the... It's it's a shop simulator for a fantasy <gasps> setting where you build, like, magic swords and potions and things. Is this, like, one of the Atelier games? Like, a... a it's a Congregate. It's on Congregate. It's Edge okay. It's It's got microtransactions in it if you want to, like, get ahead fast. Um, but basically... Adventurers come into your store and like, hey, I want to go to the dungeon, but I need a better sword. And you either sell them the sword, or you convince them to buy some other crappy thing you've got. And then, when they don't want the thing you have, because you're like, here, why don't you take this flail? It'll be good. Really. Uh, they eventually get pissed and don't show up as often. But the trick is, you get everybody pissed, and so everyone doesn't show up as often, and it's just the same thing as everybody being happy with you. Um... Always gaming the system, Yanni. It's good that you're well, the no. only weaponsmith in town. No, it's it's because the, the, the system is poorly designed. Like, this happens to everybody. But Starbound is, is evidently awesome. Terrarium oh Space? <laughs> yes. Did you guys yeah. talk about it? Um, for, the, for the three people who haven't heard of Starbound yet, three weeks from now. Well, you mine rocks, which is awesome. And okay. you can turn it into stuff. <laughs> um, okay, what? Alex, explain Starbound. <laughs> For, for the worst part. <laughs> okay. It's like it's like someone takes Skyrim and Minecraft in a science fiction universe and put them together. It's awesome. So you're you're, you're basically start off as a person and you're you're from one reason or another. Considered sales. That was an excellent elevator pitch. Yeah. Go ahead. I killed a UFO. <laughs> no, with but a bow and arrow. That the UFO was piloted by a penguin, not the bow and arrow. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> By shooting it through the chimney. <laughs> I did that too, but it was actually more of a hole in the ground. Point is, <laughs> turns like out UFOs chimney. can't get you underground. 
<laughs> Their lasers don't penetrate the ground. I, I did not realize. That. Yeah, so, yeah. That said, they can smash to the ground pretty good. They're also yeah. allergic like, to water. I built a really, really awesome hex house, and it totally got destroyed. So no one but me ever saw it. Can you build a house underground? Yeah, yeah. You should do. That. You should. Yeah. I I always I usually steal my houses because it's procedurally generated worlds, and so you're on your spaceship and you basically run out of fuel above a random planet. So you can then mine the planet for fuel and go to other planets, or you can mine the planet for resources and build structures on the planet, very Minecraft style. There are quest lines you can follow, or you can just dick around and build, you know, giant statues to yourself. That also works. Um, but I have been super lucky, and every time I have found a se- a settlement nearby or a random building with like some angry cultists or something, I kill the people and then I take their house. <laughs> I've already built it for you. That's the beauty of stealing. I know. <laughs> actually, um, one time it was an entire village of Glitch, and they were nice, and they didn't attack me. So I didn't actually kill them. I just stole their house. Um, because the the AI, it's still in beta right now, and so I don't know if they plan on putting it in or they just haven't or what, but the AI doesn't get angry when you take it take their things. They only get angry if you attack them directly. So you walk in Are they and afraid start, of you? Is that why? You're too intimidating? Maybe. I don't know. You're just coming in there from space saying, hey, I could kill you, Look or I could take your stuff. I'm from space! <laughs> so I walked in, and all of a sudden I had I had fancy beddings, I had fancy, like... Um, did it feel better because it was stolen? It did. It did. <laughs> she put a, a, a little wooden wagon in her spaceship and slept in it. Yeah, you can sleep in the wagon, it counts as a bed. Um... <laughs> And I also saw pieces, like, wall sections of the house, because I was too lazy to go turn the wood into refined planks myself. You're just actually um, Beth. You're actually Beth from the campaign. <laughs> no, not quite. She's a horrible human being. I'm not quite that bad. I, Continue. Point is, it's a wonderful game. Anything it's, else? It's still in beta, so it's not balanced at all yet. You guys have been playing. You mm-hmm. Anything you've been, else you've been playing? Um, 40k. I played an Apocalypse game. That was fun. Um... 15,000 points aside. I saw that. That took all night. That was impressive. It was a 10 hour game. It took up most of fun. Oh, most God. of the expansion. No, 12 hour game. game. It was a 12 hour game. Jesus. How late were you all there? Uh, 10 to 10. Okay. Yep. 12 with, hours. Like two hours of setup. No, it was like an hour and a half of setup with like right. probably a total of like an hour and a half breaks, like spread out. Um, it was really fun. We, we played four turns. Um, <laughs> <In> 12 hours. <laughs> We oh, had, no, we had eight <laughs> turns or two turns per side. It's Have you ever played four turns Tech, total. Twilight Imperium, uh, Diplomacy? <laughs> there are some games that just take a long time. Yeah, there you go. I hate. Um, but yeah, it was fun. We All had two, of those we games. Had two really. super, yeah, super, I own uh, Diplomacy. Super I want to play it sometime, but with people that I never have to see again. Yeah, <laughs> don't play it with me because I just. I usually have, you know, bitten someone by the time the game is over. <laughs> <laughs> I will also point out that if you hear a little bit of a sliding sound, uh, Caitlin is knitting with metal needles. I am. I am knitting with wooden needles. Yes. <laughs> I am knitting with imaginary I chose, needles. <laughs> I chose strong, cold needles, um, like my heart. <laughs> anyway. Dave has flimsy, small needles. <laughs> They're it's, warm and, 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 and pliable. Like Dave. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I guess that means I don't exist then. Yeah. <laughs> um, figment of you're one of those imaginary men. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad there's a service out there I can call. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, ex- except for one thing. All right, and uh, if anyone at the store is listening, they're going to immediately know what I'm about to bitch about. 
So, at one point, we had an enemy super heavy across the field, and I had a battle suit with this big giant gun that was meant for taking out tanks and shit. It's awesome. I had 24 dice hit this tank. All I only needed was two sixes to kill it, not a single freaking one. Not a single six. I think I twenty-four dice. This in twenty-four the dice. You should have done that twice. If we were there. <laughs> what? You should have done that twice. I tried. The game. That was the last turn of the game. No, I mean that should have happened twice with twenty-four dice. Yes, I know. That's silly. I know. Not a single six. <clears throat> Sometimes the dice don't want you to win. <sighs> the dice are nothing in Well, they still won. Oh yeah, her team won. I did one. They just didn't want you to have any fun. This is different. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then my commander also got nuked on the first turn. That was that was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> the enemy decided, you know what? We're going to target her commander. <laughs> that said, it was because it was because of victory points. Yeah. Um. Like and no, no. I'm not saying it was it was mean spirited. It was they had a thing that gave them extra victory points, and my commander died. <laughs> so turn one, what are they going to do? Well, yeah. they had to, specifically, they had to pick a commander. And that commander gave them the extra victory points. Oh, yeah. So they picked the easiest commander to kill. Because Tau in Apocalypse do not get a headquarters formation. Hmm? Every other faction in the entire game gets a giant freaking headquarters faction to protect their commander. Tau do not. I had a five-man unit. <laughs> That's not very many. It wasn't. Not an Apocalypse. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> One turn of artillery is all it took. For, for those listening who are not familiar with Apocalypse, it's Games Workshops, Warhammer 40k, except everybody brings all of the models they have, and then you kind of split into two sides and fight. It <laughs> at least takes a day, if not more. Yeah. Points don't really matter. No. Not really. Not really. Yeah. There's, there's a few people who have excessive collections, so they limited it to merely 5,000 points per player. Roughly. Which Give or is, take a couple thousand. You know, oh, okay. two or three <laughs> times the normal size of a 40k game. Mm-hmm. As you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either way, it was a very fun experience. I look forward to doing it again. Next time I'll have a super heavy flyer of my own. <laughs> nice. Well, um, I have been... I have been playing one game and I'm about to play another game. I'm about to play the first Warhammer Fantasy game I have played since I started grad school. It's very exciting. I'm going to get my ass handed to me, and it is going to be a lot of fun. The game I've been playing is called Chivalry Medieval Warfare. Now, I'm an historian, because I don't have a real job. <laughs> and I love chivalry because it is just this meticulously, incredibly buggily created super realistic, hyper unrealistic game. And they, they put so much effort into making the rock, paper, scissors of the armor and the weapons and so little into, like, realism they've got grenades for no reason. It's just so fun. It is so <laughs> ridiculously fun. Get it, hate it, love it again, then hate it. Then love it again, then you've played it too much and you got to put it down. That's my recommendation. <laughs> I want to play that game now. It don't. Do not, do not play that. It's <laughs> actually a terrible idea. Look, I've been playing for about 35 hours now. I am able to get my kill to death ratio all the way up to 1 to 1. It is a hard game. Hmm. I'm very used to being really shitty at first person games, first person shooter types. So my key, my key is usually negative. Stabber. Only nubs use the first person view. You have you got to use the third person view so you can swing wildly. All right, whatever. It's, it's one of those games that's... It's, it's, here's a great example of how unrealistic it is. So, when you've got a character, um, when you look somewhere, that's where you're looking. And when you swing your weapon, you swing your weapon. But after you start your swing, 
where you move your camera alters how you've swung. So, for example, if you uh, are looking down at the ground and you use an overhead swing, you're going to reach the ground faster than if you weren't looking down. <laughs> because you aren't just tilting your head, you're tilting your entire upper torso. And so the most popular thing to do with this technique is to crouch, turn around backwards, and use an overhand swing on someone behind you, because that is slightly faster than attempting to actually attack them as though you were a person using a sword. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So don't buy it, but it's a lot of fun. That's wonderful. Caitlin, were you playing any games? Um, I've been playing this awesome, hyper-realistic game. Really compelling, great graphics. It's I swear called... to God, if you say knitting. It's called... No. But now my joke is ruined. Is it called real life? Oh, I was going to say, it's called disappointing all my role models in the philosophy department. But Aww. Will defeated my joke, so... <laughs> it's It's <done>. super effective. <laughs> Sad. Oh, and avoiding alcohol poisoning in the last week of um, the my first semester of grad school. That's, That's also what the game is called. That is very important. Yeah. The the secret of the game is you just don't start playing. And the, the only, only way, way to win is to play. play. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, that's what I've done so far. Mutually I, assured destruction and drinking. Same yeah. thing. Um, we did manage they to take... They go together pretty well. They do. That's true. We did manage to take our our favorite uh, faculty member out for beers, and this time none of us spilled alcohol over all over him, so it was That's good. really good. They, yeah. they say that you should not do that. Supposedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm always the most sober person out there, and I just get to watch. It's kind of fun. Oh, man. Parties were never fun when I wasn't drinking. See, I, f- I have a lot of fun when I'm the only sober person at a party because... You seem really witty, first of I all. I seem really witty, especially if they think I've Dude, been The problem drinking. is that no one else does, and then I'm bored. Yeah. But well, I have so much control over all these people who are, like, usually terrifying. I got, I did get stuck in this 25-minute conversation with an extremely drunk faculty member the other day, and I just had no idea what he was talking about, and he did not care. <laughs> just kept on going. But... That's the game I've been playing. Sounds fun. Sounds like a fun game. It's, it's delightful. Would you recommend it for others? I would, um, but not if you want to have a happy rest of your life or ever have a paying job. So that's only two out of four for yeah, uh, recommended four. games. Yeah. It's called Philosophy. Oh, yeah. If we're, if we're saying whether or not you should play games, don't don't play Swords and Potions 2. <laughs> oh, wow. This is bad. <laughs> so we've been playing a lot of bad games, I guess. Have you been playing a great game, Dave? I have played a game. So there's a, so I actually have a, a number of different pieces of news, all of which are somewhat game-related. Um, one is um, I played Community Radio, the Night Vale-inspired game, and I played with uh, Ty Nicholas from the Giant Cast, my friend Jen, uh, who is, you know, the most popular girl in, in indie game podcasting, evidently. Oh. She's been called out on at least three podcasts. Oh my! Um, we need to, just, we need well, to start that's putting more than I have. So definitely, <laughs> um, Ellie, you need to step it up. Come on! Um, Why are you putting all the pressure on me? We'll just start. Three You're different... the only one with a chance. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Caitlin's um, got a mean streak. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and our other friend Lee, uh, also from Chicago, and um, Community Radio is based on Night Vale. One person plays the radio announcer. Plays the uh, uh, what's his name? Cecil. Cecil. Yes. And the other people act out scenes that happen in a town, which, yes. 
That's um, awesome. I, I don't want to get into details because uh, I will not be like, oh, let me tell you all the things that happen in this game. But it is it is hilarious when you have people that know how to do improv and you know, reincorporate and do all this, the rest of that stuff. However, it is a free game somebody wrote in an afternoon, and mm. if you are not, if you don't go into it with the intention of like doing good scene framing and and you know being able to sort of go off the cuff and be funny, it's not going to work. <laughs> I, I would suggest anybody to try it. It's 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 a, it's a lot of fun. Um, also, have been um, working with Renee Knipe, uh, to who I mentioned before. Uh, she's making. She made a little bit of a mini game called The Wizard's Companions. I don't think it's bad for me to talk about this here, but basically, it's a powered by the apocalypse game about a bunch of animals who used to be uh, uh, familiars of a wizard or companions of a wizard, who for one reason or another have sort of gotten lost in the great wide world. It's this sort of very sad game about them trying to find a place that they're you know to call home or find their way back to the wizard or. You know, just eventually laying down their burdens and hearing the final call home. That sounds really sad. It is really sad. It is. It is. It is a fabulously written game, and if she releases it, I will be certain to link. Uh, it uh, sounds like Watership Down. It, it has a lot of that. It has a lot of that. Uh, <laughs> I was asking. Um, it, there's also. It, it's also somewhat inspired by Labyrinths and Lairs, which is the the Bunnies and Burrows Apocalypse mm-hmm. World hack. Um, or, or I did not know that either of those things existed. Yeah, to be um, hacked. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, it, it is. It's fabulous. She's also doing a charity project for. There's a pug who desperately needs um, uh, some sort of throat surgery because pugs have weird screwed up heads. Yeah, and she's running a. She's oh, she's nice. contributed to a uh, a book that you can now buy. And again, I'll link this. Although uh, I don't know how long in the future this podcast will go up. Uh, it is a book, basically it is a system agnostic book for creating interesting dog companions for your party <laughs> in a fantasy that. RPG. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, so you've seen the... No, I saw your link to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, should, I, should I didn't have a chance to investigate it uh, between the contributors and now. Uh, so, yeah, um, I'm also... Uh, it was requested to me by my brother. Um, I create the software Live Game Screen, which is, uh, along with Matt Highcove, uh, who's also, you know, caught frequent guest, who, by the way, was on Obsidian Portal's Haste podcast the other day, and we will link that as well. I've actually already linked it on the IPMM page, but uh, he gives he gives great radio wherever he goes, so you should listen to that particular episode of the Haste podcast. And actually, the Haste podcast is pretty good. You should just listen to the Haste podcast if you're into, like, tratty games. Um, but anyway, um, we designed this piece of software to sort of create an immersive, immersive tabletop experience at the D&D table, or... Although I've since added plugins for Fate and Apocalypse World type games and all the rest of this stuff, and uh, the re- basically what happens is the DM has one screen where they can track stats and, and characters, and then there's a player screen which basically has the scene, so you can basically go to DeviantArt and find a whole bunch of like background art, and then character portraits, and then you know you, so you can see who's in the scene, and it's a really neat immersion tool because it, in D and D at least it tracks things like hit points and healing surges and gives you an idea of what's going on. Without giving you, like, you can turn off having explicit numbers or whatever else. So you, just like, guys can, you can have it so only the DM knows exactly how many hit points yeah. you have. Or you can have everybody see. The, the point is, though, that, like, people don't have to do the math on their sheet or in their head. You can save your state. You can see who's in the scene, which actually, on end, you see the initiative order, which actually is really, really useful, uh, mm-hmm. I think. Um, we've played you know, the One Piece campaign, which you've heard about, uh, was run entirely with that tool. Um, and also... The, um, Heiko's infamous tower campaign, or famous tower campaign, I should mm-hmm. say, which Yanni played in. Yeah, well, I, 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 I'm actually 
even from a player side, a proponent of not knowing exactly how much hit points you have. Like, Although that's an so, option. Yeah, yeah, it, would, it is an option either way. Um, I'm just saying it was really nice to, you know, I could go and I could look at the screen and see, oh, I'm down into red. Yeah. I maybe should start thinking about ca- being careful. Nah, whatever, I'm going to run <laughs> in. They'll, they'll, someone will save me in the party, right? Um, like Beth. Beth, uh, Beth has spent most of the campaign at five or less hit points. Well, you start out with, how would you start out with, 12? Nine. Nine, yeah. Beth is, like, wow. Beth is squishy as hell. I'm up to ten. Good job. You put a point in con. I did. <laughs> well, you know what? That's not your job. Your job is not stand-up fight. But um, but I keep getting shoved into it. Your job is to be a comedic sociopath. What you need <laughs> is more armor. Comedic? Armor comedic. is like the thing in that game if you want to fight. You... I get armor. Well, um... Where? We have where... not been in a place to 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 buy anything. You, if you were to say... Beth, buy... Well, okay. <laughs> Something with a place where I could procure items. <laughs> you were a freaking Elven City. You got all sorts of light armor there. You gotta watch out though, because you definitely can't wear anything like heavy. But I spent most of the time yeah, or, full place. She, she she spent most of the time <laughs> hobnobbing. Um, tied up. Oh, that too. And then was kicked out of the city like the next day. No, I, there was also there was, there was, there was a child. Just, just okay. All right. Hobnob and hobgoblin had the same room. <laughs> they do actually. Really. Yes, uh, hobgoblins used to be extremely rich, and so that's where the, the uh, phrase comes from. Oh, and here I thought you were actually going to have some action. Yeah, me too. I should know better <laughs> by now. <laughs> I was just waiting to Fool see. Fool me once. How Shame on me. Something, something, something. Fool me twice, can't get fooled again. Anyway, um, yeah, no, you can probably kill an elf and steal their stuff. Um, but I'm not overly worried about so it. So the thing about it is. Basically, the idea was you, you'd have your laptop or you'd have your PC and you'd have your screen facing you and then you'd have a second monitor which you'd plug in or a TV or something and then you'd display the player screen there which would show you know, the environment, the, the people in the current scene. Um, the problem with this is that um, not everyone has two monitors. So often there are two computers. So, I, so my brother had asked me, well, can you just make it so that you can like connect over the network to the other computer and display the player screen? And so I'm almost there. That's Sweet. really cool. That's, I, that's that's cool. Is, that's that's thing I've been wanted. You can play it over G+, because you can connect over the internet, mm. as long as you can open up your firewall to the server. Hmm. I'm going to have to see if I get this program from you. It's free. I have, uh, it's, it's, you just go to my website, and uh, you click on apps, and then there's a page for it. It's all hand-coded HTML. I've done, sucks. I've done similar things, but less nicely, efficiently, I guess. I, I've done in the past, and we were talking about with the the scene framing. Mm-hmm. Is um, I've actually made powerpoints mm. and hooked up a second monitor, and I've just and on um and I put it in presentation mode on the other monitor, mm-hmm. and then I could flip through, and it was just deviant art pictures and things of people and that's places. That's you, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, it, the key is deviant art. But I found I, I found it was a really good tool because it really I was able to to very effectively and quickly establish a mood. Or that's exactly what it is. Or, yeah. or or let them know exactly the kind of person they're talking to, you know? Because they see some rich, some rich, well-dressed dude-looking dude. They're gonna ha- they're gonna treat him very differently right off the bat. Then if they see some like some beggar, you know? Exactly, exactly. And the combination of that, or the just position of that, how how you as a GM play the character mm-hmm. makes a huge difference too. The other thing too is the deviant art. If you want character portraits for anything, and I mean. Anything. Dragons fucking cars, for example. No one has that as a portrait. Sexy airplanes. I have that that I've seen sexy airplanes. Airplanes. Um, Did they just give the airplanes like, like dicks or? Um, 
You know the uh, their dick is a plane. You know the, the like anime style at furry. Put uh, it's like that, but it's an airplane. So it has like the the airplane cone, fine. and it has like. It's a, uh, <laughs> I can see this in my head though. Mm-hmm. I, I it's too. really disturbing. Do they have arms? I, I or do they have wings? They have arms. <laughs> it, well, they have arms that are wings. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense. And some of them, the butt was the, was the engine. Do you have any interest? That's right? so great. <laughs> do like the two brain little... bleach. I could use some brain bleach right now. Um, but no, I mean, you want a picture of a mind flare paladin? We had that in that campaign. <laughs> no, Yadi, don't search for it. You're a bad human. No, being. no, no, he's not. Oh, it's oh, brain bleach. It's it's oh. brain bleach. Okay. It's Kittenmore. Oh, Kittenmore. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, this is this is like the the quickest go to brain bleach I can nope. think of. It's <laughs> it's like, am I hot or not? Except instead, it's kittens and cute. That yeah. sounds terrible. Not the kitten version, like the the human version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And that's yeah. been around for that was like the early days of the internet. I know. Yeah. It just sounds so awful. It it, it is the it kitten is. version. I just want to see two adorable kittens. I know, right? <laughs> but um, really why does it have to be a contest? Can't they both win because they're both cute? No. So yeah. So that then that, that should be done in September of the next week. And then my next project is because I clearly don't have enough things to do. My next project is um, and maybe with L uh, working on. I've had this idea rattling around in my head for um, an apocalypse world hack based on. Yeah, you know, it's it's it's. There's a certain anime that's not super serious, but still serious, if that makes sense. So it's the usually the, the first half of Gurren Lagann, and I've already done a hack that works for that. If you use my, my three simple AW hacks, which I've, I have on my blog, you, you can use AW Light plus AW Steel to get the first half of Gurren Lagann. But I want something that's a little more anime-specific with, like, anime, like, where it's basically, it's a group of people who are friends and rivals, and there's romance and drama, but it's set across, uh, against the backdrop of some sort of serious world-threatening event, you know, that sort of thing. Like, that general, which could be mecha fighting monsters or other mecha or mecha war arts. <laughs> exactly. I like it. And this is something I've wanted to do since the very beginning of Apocalypse World. And can you uh, be a vampire robot? Yeah, why not? Okay. You suck the blood of other robots. Oh, oil. Oil. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, speaking of AW hacks, last thing I promise. You I got it. I've got yes. You got it. I got it. You got, got it. Stop. The only AW hack that matters now. What, what is it? Sword, the crown, and the unspeakable power. Oh, I one. think if if we're heading towards the season finale of Apocalypse World, that that might be a thing that has to happen. Yeah, I think the, I kind of need. Scott. We might need a we might need a palate cleanser, like, yeah. a, like another Danger Patrol or something yeah, we like need that the, in there. Yeah. But. because I'm I'm hoping the next uh, AW that we play, either that one or the one right after that, we're just going to take our action figures and rub them together until something awesome happens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with that metaphor. Yeah, I never it did took me a second to even figure out what he was trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> you guys never did that. Said so I'm just no, like, no kiss. What? I I didn't. I didn't have action figures really. Mm. I fed I fed all of mine to my plastic alligator. It's true. It didn't digest well. No, it did not. That they was don't. the end of it. See, all my dolls have some habits too. That was a bad choice. So. See, Legos you rub together and they break apart, which is much more fun because then you can pretend they're exploding. I had, I had Matchbox cars. Now I, need I might have used fireworks to destroy them. My favorite kid toy was Capsella. Did anyone else have Capsellas? Mm-hmm. You got Capsella. They were these, and this might be just because it's an older toy. So there were there were these plastic spheres, basically, with like at the eight cardinal points six. or six cardinal points, you know, up, down, left, right, front, and back, 
had like little hexagonal connectors where you mm-hmm. like little connectors and you could connect these things together. So basically, you on a grid, uh, like a three dimensional grid, you could create these like conglomerations of these capsules, which would have been really boring, except that they had gears in them <gasps> and motors. And battery packs. Oh my god, a different things you could do. And some of the gears were like, I don't care if you put yarn on me. Um, some of the gears were like, like, like it was like you know, go to a, a perpendicular, so it transfers like you know the, the the drive one way or the other. Some of them spun opposite ways. Some of them spun the same way. Some of them stepped up or stepped down the gear ratios. That's really so cool. Could, yeah, and then you put tank treads on them and wheels and propellers. There were floaty things if you wanted to put it in the bathtub. That is too um, cool. It was it was the baddest ass that said, thing the, ever. The they weren't stainless steel. No, you um, you had to keep the you had to keep the gear parts out of the water. You yeah, put the floats on the bottom, well, not on the top. <laughs> also, the batteries and the motors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. don't put it in the tub. <laughs> no, mine definitely went in the tub and became a lot less exciting eventually uh, due to rust. No, well, the one thing was that the tolerances weren't very good. So it, there was there's there's some play in the gears, and what would end up happening was if you put too many to get linked too many gear capsules together, oftentimes it would lock up. Mm-hmm. So you had to be really careful. Like I have a feeling mm-hmm. this is the sort of thing like it was today with the wonders of three D printing and more you know sophisticated machine process processes that you could make a much better version of. But Capstella was fucking awesome. That sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. It was fucking awesome. I had to plug that. I was thinking about that the other day. All I did with my Lego Mindstorms was try to make walking robots. I never had Mindstorms. I think that was after my time. That was the problem. I would have totally played with that. Yeah, that's all I wanted to do. Have you seen the Strong, uh, strong Beasts? The um, That Dutch Adventure has these are amazing mechanical little animal things that are self-propelled by like well they're not really it's by wind but oh my god they have yes the tiny, yeah mm. well he makes tiny versions of them that you can they're 3d printed and they're just as light and they'll just do the same thing yeah they're like these gigantic wind powered by and by wind powered i mean like they've got like a shit ton of like open tubes and wind goes in those tubes and makes them walk somehow yeah I, and i've actually will, also seen one that had a hamster instead of wind power like it was hamster oh, the and little hamster one, yes, yeah, and like that. the hamster would run, and the thing would like. I've totally seen that. It was like this thing. Yeah, yeah. And the, for the really big ones, one of the ones that he's got that walks on the beach has like some kind of thing where something shrinks when it touches water somehow, yeah, yeah. and it walks away from the water. So it will not walk. So into it the walks water. on the beach, but not into the ocean. Yeah, it's awesome. It is just bizarre. That is super fun. It is the coolest, craziest thing ever. And I ever. just want one of those tiny ones as much as I can. That's, it's, it's like that sounds really cool. Yeah, they're like it's like a hundred bucks though to get one. <gasps> but at the same time, I like I'm like if I'm gonna blow a hundred dollars on something I don't need, it's gonna be something like that. <laughs> I would <laughs> do it on meth. <laughs> meth, yes, yeah. That that that, that is that's not the right choice at all. <laughs> you think Coke? Yeah, probably. Right. Monster. We'll plug both of those. <laughs> meth and Coke. Do meth it. and Coke. I like Coca-Cola. What are you guys talking about? I, I, I prefer Big K, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, it's I much cheaper. I prefer Special K. Other drug reference. Oh! Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've learned, again, the joys of the naming conventions in uh, multiplayer uh, online games. Awesome. Well, you know, when you're not playing multiplayer online games, you don't get to see some of these re- truly ridiculous names. Like uh, like hepatitis B's or the mountain that hides. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an exalted 
character. Hepatitis B's is Will's, Mountain That Rides is mine. Mountain That Hides. Uh, yeah, the Mountain That Hides. Yeah. It's... What's the name for? Like a character name? Yeah, these, are character, name? these are account names. I was always so terrible at those. I've been reusing the same one for like the last ten years. They're so fun. I came up with one that I liked, and I've yet to find another one. It, it's just it's my favorite part about it. Just seeing all these ridiculous names. You need to help me come up with something. I could, actually, Caitlin uh, is much better at this than I am. Yeah, just give me a topic, and I'll generate like stupid, stupid plays on words. See, now, now I kind of want to have like a, a, a double. Uh, Pop culture reference and have the mountain that abides. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that character mashup. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, it's the dude and uh, Gregor Clegane, which from... you you're not familiar with yet. Uh, well, actually, he's, he's the guy who killed kill the butcher's boy, which you may or may not remember. Yeah. The Gregor Clegane did not kill the butcher's no, boy. No, no. That's um, Sander, Sander his did. brother. Yeah. Yeah. It's Sander's brother, the one who burned Sander's face. Right. One of my favorite things to do when I'm playing uh, Chivalry is there's a lot of Game of Thrones reference characters, and I like to give spoilers for what happens later to those characters in the show. <laughs> or will eventually happen to them. And uh, I cite that they probably shouldn't have named their character that if they didn't already know them. Because you got to be totally immersed. Mm. Total immersion is necessary. I got really mad when someone named Sandra Clegane did not get mad at me, who is the mountain that hides. And he did not understand what the reference was to. Yeah, I don't understand how you me- can do that. That's... I don't understand the reference. Yeah, but see, you're not going around naming yourself after... A Game of Thrones that's, character. That's fine, because you're... Yeah, exactly. you you got to know your shit before yeah. you start making up if your shit. If you're going to be Sander... you got to hate... He, first of all, he was Sir Sander Clegane. Sander Clegane. What? Hates knights. He hates knights unless he's crossing a river. Now, <laughs> did you name him this, or did the game's... The game named him this. He, he I named myself it. the Mountain of the Hods, but this guy was already he named... named himself Sander. Sir, Sir Sander, Sander Clegane, yeah. who is not a knight. Despite being in the Kingsguard. So, never knighted. Maybe that was someone who, like, read the Wikipedia entry on Game of Thrones? I think you might have seriously considered watching it once. Mm. That's my guess is what happened. Probably watched one episode and thought it was cool and wanted to appreciate season, it. Maybe? I hate people like that. How dare <laughs> you like a thing a little bit. I people appreciate my fandom, but oh, but slightly less than I do. <laughs> it's not hardcore enough. Thanks for putting money into something I love. Yeah. That's my contribution. Is yeah, I didn't have a good, I didn't have a good insult or retort. So, what games are we thinking about playing tonight? I don't know. What games are we thinking about playing tonight? I totally suggest Mobile Frame Zero, but I don't have any Melegos. I have Melegos. Well, it takes a long time because uh, you, uh, you gotta build the maps. Yeah. And they gotta look cool. They do have to. Look I've already cool. bu- I built like twenty, and I just keep them built so I can. I'm ready to roll. That sounds fun. I really want to play We that. need to play this game. Yeah, you know, I've been meaning to get Yanni to play it sometime, too. That sounds so ridiculously fun. The best part is when you shoot things, and you like, it's like, oh, the, like, the arm blew off, and you peel off the arm. And it's like, now your mech's running around, running around with an arm, and you leave the pieces scattered around the battlefield. And there's rules for, destructing, for destroying the terrain as well, so you just get Legos everywhere. It's wonderful. So, I, I, I've told Elle my idea for, like, the most affluent person ever's 40k army, which is you have an additional model that is your your miniature dead for every miniature in your army, and then if you have multi-wound models, they all get a different model for each uh, number of wounds they have. So if you've got like a three-wound model, oh, you actually have four copies of it, 
And you'd like switch them out until it died, and then you'd put the the corpse model on the battlefield wherever it died. You'd so have to be independently like less... wealthy. Mm-hmm. I think you'd have to be more than independently wealthy. Because um, you'd also have to have a lot of time. You'd yes. have to be able to devote all of your time to this and all of your money. I didn't say it was a realistic goal. Well, if you're just going for tabletop quality painting, it really wouldn't matter that much. It also yeah. depends on how big a points game you are playing and what army you're playing. If you were playing Ogre Kingdoms, you could probably get away with a 500-point army under, like, a thousand bucks. How, how far side enclaves? You can well, roll with, like, 12 models on, on the table. But, but each of those 12 models is fairly expensive, and you're going to have to, like, have three or four copies of them. Yeah. But I'm talking purely from a time investment. We're already assuming you're wealthy enough to afford it. Okay. Yeah, and now it's just painting that shit because yeah. now you have to paint three well, wounded versions painting, of the same. We're thinking you can pay poor people to paint it for That's you. That's right. Yeah. We're thinking too small. We're <laughs> thinking like poor people yes. doing work ourselves. <laughs> oh, but see, how can we guarantee that the person we pay is going to do a good enough job? Because you just get higher professional. You yeah. get the best you can. You threaten yeah. to deport them. Or if they don't, you just hire someone else to do another copy of it until you get the best ones. Reminds me of Technolust. Hmm? Technolust. That's the movie with Tilda Swinton where there are the three robot clone thingies and they all have to eat semen to survive. I'm sorry. It's like a Japanese hentai. It's surprisingly good. Dig actually did a thing on it. I saw it when I heard Tilda Swinton. Which made me She's my interest. It's and then a, I heard, no, 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 no. have to eat no, no, no. soon to survive. It's something that, like, so Dig actually covered it today, and it was the first time I thought of it in years. Um, like, it's it's a surprisingly good movie for that premise. Like, it was intended, I feel like, to be bad, but it actually ended up being, like, really charming in a weird way. And it's. Tilda Swinton plays, like, five. Is it just. No, it's four. Four different characters, but you would not know that they're played by the same actress. See, I can't take it phenomenal. I can't take that seriously, though, because I have heard of a Japanese hentai game, like a a, only one, a video game, no, a specific one that has that exact premise. Where except it's, it's monsters in general that need to be mm. human semen to survive. Yeah, but it's the whole premise of the game. But it probably wasn't directed by a famous feminist. Are you playing <laughs> the monsters or the uh, person who are they are the object of? You're playing a paladin. Okay. Who is trying to slay all of the monsters? But very you, slowly. No, no. Are you, are you trying to slay or lay is? them? Slay them. Okay. Yes. See, it, it's, it's actually a little bit interesting. It is is slightly interesting In the sense that To win the game You never see a single sex scene (gasps) Ever Oh you're like the second Mass Effect Where if you see a sex scene You die Because sex kills I thought it was only if you had the lesbian sex scene No that wasn't The first game was the only game you can have a lesbian sex scene Really? Really? I think this actually. You know what? No, like the third game as well. But games. the second game, you're not allowed. If you had lesbian you sex in the second sex. movie or in the second game, you you die. Wait, what? Yeah. Being a lesbian in the second game gets you killed. Wait, Wait what? Absolutely. From, there was one specific character though. Yeah. That was the only character you could have sex with really? as a woman who was a woman. Liara wasn't in there. Uh, no, she was not. She's a DLC character yep. who was not sleepable with ill. Oh. Interesting. I believe is the is the. Did you try to court Rex for like? I did try to court Rex. <laughs> Rex was the only man she ever loved, and he did not return her. Rex affection. died in my game. You're a bad person. I didn't want to. Did you shoot him? Did you kill Rex? No, no. Uh, the girl did. The uh, the human girl. You didn't protect him. I tried to. Well, well okay. I loved Rex. I That's why he okay. never loved Here, you. Well, here's the thing, though. I sort of like, inadvertently fucked the human female. 
I kind of just trying to be nice. That's not a defense. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean I guess I do the game and like like oh the the only person in this game who is interesting to me at all, unlike Dragon Age, which I loved, and I would have fucked almost anyone. Ashley. Her name is Ashley. I don't care. You're a monster. So the, yeah. You don't even remember a well, name. So everybody everybody in Dragon Age was super fuckable. And I want to play the game more just so I can fuck more people. But <laughs> <laughs> really. You're playing the wrong genre. Is this the, the first version or the second version? What do you mean? So so maybe we need Dragon to go back one. to the Dragon Age. Yeah, Dragon Age 2, they're, they're not as compelling. <laughs> Though they will all fuck you. Yeah, Dragon Age 2, that's... Will, that's except that's, for one character. Who is a total tease? Yeah, yeah. total tease. Oh my is god, I tried game, so hard. Is that the game where you can I would have, but I think I know that you can't. What, you can't. what was the game that thought you were trying to romance the person you had the most conversations with? Uh, that is Final Fantasy Seven. No, 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 and Harvest Moon. <laughs> no, there. It, I thought it was one of the Dragon Age. games. It could be. It is. It, it had dragon. dragon in the title. You yeah. can actually romance no, any character. It's one of the Dragon Age games, and it's just you happen to interact with one of them the most because it's there's a court jester. Yeah, okay. that you. That because of the way quests work and things, you happen to interact with him the most per the game files. Mm-hmm. So the game thinks that you're trying to court him. Yes, and it is the most awkwardly hilarious romance scenes I have ever seen in my life. I saw so, uh, it's out of it's like out I couldn't of help but notice we've no killed one. a lot of orcs together. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, we he's would adventure. He's your party. No, he's just there, and because you talk to him. Wow. It's so but amazing. Because it registers every interaction and just tallies Can you at least friend zone him? <laughs> you can friend zone anyone, typically. It really, it, it cuts down your, uh, your your rep with them, though. The thing about it is... Why so, can't you just be friends? So here's you the thing. You can't. That's not possible in for Mass two Effect, adults to have a platonic relationship with. In Mass Effect, the only really interesting character, I thought... Was uh, the engineer? Yeah, Tally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tally's was, great. Was physiologically incompatible with the main character. You know what's even worse? This is like, this is the worst thing you <laughs> right. could possibly do. You can actually make her have sex with you. Yeah. Wait, what? Yep. In the last game, you can make her have sex with you, and she gets super fucking sick. Oh no, shit, huh? Mm-hmm. Because she's in a suit to protect her from all the germs. She's like, she but I want system. to, and you're like, yeah, do it for me, baby. <laughs> I like the voice, especially because I know you played as Femshep. I did. So I'm just imagining her like... I only had... I had two different playthroughs. One where I played as Captain Picard, where I didn't romance anyone because he's unprofessional as the captain of your ship to romance your crew. Well, see, that was that was, that, that was how I ended up settling on it. I was like, well, I can't fuck Tally. Clearly it would be bad for her, so I'm not even going to try, even though I think the game won't let me. Um, what's his name? The, hey, uh, take off your suit. the Turian... Garrus? Garrus. Garrus yeah. might have been fuckable in that game. He has, I guess you, you would be surprised how okay. much, like, fan art of Garrus there is online. I believe you. Like, But, again, not, not not a romanceable character, as far as I can tell. In the first game. In the first game. In the first game. Yes. Um, so I was like, oh, I don't really like either of the humans. And that's evidently... And, then, and I, don't, I don't need to... This clueless alien space idiot... Blue chick. I don't want anything to she do with that. She goes both ways, Dave. That's because your species all female. And they have to mate with aliens. They're not all female if they're all Asexual. female. They're, they're not they're a, a all female. In fact, they only look like what you want, want them, them to look too. like. Yep. They have this great scene buried in the second oh, game. Oh, you're right. But then, but then, how do they know that I want her to look like a female? 
Because they know Dave. <laughs> okay, they know, but still. No, but seriously, though, like, so... Uh, Maybe they just take on whichever group is uh, sex objects in the culture, right? Yeah. But anyway, um... So, oh, I just made myself sad. She was yeah, like, yeah, that that sounds like terrible. Yeah. Like, a species that it's just, passive. like... But anyway... How do, they, how do they make themselves look like... Like, how do they... Like, what... It's a, it's a psychological effect they have on other species. It's like Possibly a chameleon... A psychic effect. Uh, they don't... It, but it's not like defense, a chameleon. But I mean, it's like... What it's I mean is like, it's like a it, defense but it's, mechanism. But it's definitely a being perceived thing rather yeah. than a giving off an image of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They don't shapeshift But, anything. um... So, yeah, so it's, she was... She was... I wasn't going anywhere near her. And so it's just like, oh, I guess I'll just be professional. And, like, I had serious conversations you with... You guess you'd just be professional. Well, I mean, it's a Bioware game. But anyway, like, like, and then, um, Ashley, uh, that's her name, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm talking to her, like, berating her for her racism, and I'm like, but I'm asking her about her family. And then just near the end of the game, it's like, okay, I guess we're fucking down. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it usually is. I love you and your casual racism. Well, no, I mean, that's the thing is, I kept coming down on her for that, but I guess, I guess, but uh, the, the way the scene was framed, I guess it shows, like, she shows up and she's like, I'm gonna fuck you now, like... I guess I'm, I don't want to say it. I'm probably gonna be dead in a week or two, probably <laughs> a few days. So why not? Yeah, the opening scene of the <laughs> we're next all gonna thing. be dead. Yeah, serious. Spoiler so, alert. Yeah, you do got you do get killed very shortly thereafter. Like oh, bad. <laughs> That's also true. Anyway, that I, I I found that the I found the romances to be. That's the thing is that they they do a good job of making the characters that you really want to screw unromanceable. Yes, they do. Very very frustrating. Didn't you try to? Um... Who's the girl you liked in um, the second one? The bald girl. Oh, Jack. Jack. Yeah. I love Jack. <laughs> I thought she was, she was damaged one. goods, all right. <laughs> I remember you were so upset because you can't... Um, do you have to be male? Not only do you have to be male, but you have to treat her really badly. Oh. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah, she has got... Mm. I already used that line. Oh, I didn't mean to... No, no. I was being serious. No, I mean, she was damaged goods all right. See, I loved Morrigan. Morrigan was a borderline piece of shit. She was awesome. She was borderline. <laughs> she was like, oh, I love it when you take charge and kill people for fun because they've got great stuff. And I'm totally not emotionally unstable and a terrible... Why are you helping those orphans? God. <laughs> I hate orphans. I hate children in general. I knew enough not the to... borderline t- witch. I knew enough not to take her with me when I was helping people. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell her we're helping people. <laughs> I'm trying to put the schmooze on her. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually one of the most fun romantic subplots I've ever had in a game. <laughs> my secret life of helping people. <laughs> Don't tell my girlfriend. <laughs> but um Now we know why Batman wears a cowl. <laughs> it seems like after that and like I don't know, maybe maybe they're maybe they figured out what archetypes most people wanna because like, I could totally see a bunch of guys going for that, that fucked up in the head elf chick in Dragon Age two. What well yeah. Name? I well here's the thing, like you have She's broken. She was not only broken, she also had the mental age of a child. Yeah, I, I, oh, I just felt dirty whenever she kind of came on to me. Yeah, because like, oh. she's a kid. Yeah, She's like, hey, I'm a kid. I still got my braces on, but you look kind of hot. I don't know why she I don't know like what that. character it is anymore. This is the little uh, blood mage. Oh. Yeah. She smokes a lot because she's a blood mage. It's bad for you. Don't do it. Oh. I uh, only have the one voice. Is Dragon Age worth playing? Yes. Yes. I will give it to you. Yes. Play it. I, I own the second one. I bought it on sale for like three bucks. And you should play the first one. Yeah, that one's but better. That one's expensive. 
It's better. <laughs> but it's expensive. I'm enjoying this. Oh, wait, no, hold on. Origins. Is that the first one? Yeah, or yeah. Origins. Origins. Oh, that's the one I have then. Good. Oh, you want that one. Okay, good. I got the right one. One of Yay. the best Yay. games ever made. Is it's it? pretty great. The only thing I didn't like about that game was they sold. They tried to sell me a DLC in the game. They were like, hey, you want to go on this great adventure? There's some golems to fight. Oh, here's this rod and a key to open up this this area. Oh, it's going to be so fun. I like put the key in a door and it's like, would you like to buy the DLC? Here, let me show you to the webpage where you can buy it. I'm like, whoa. Man. I get all the DLCs with the sale. Hold the fucking phone. I didn't, I didn't play with any of the DLCs, Calm and I thought down. it was still a pretty fabulous game. And they only do that to you once, and then they realized it was a terrible idea. It is a terrible idea. It's a merge break. It's totally a dick move. Yeah. I was not impressed with Dragon Age. Origins? Yeah, the first okay. one? Yeah. You must be a bad person. I guess. I mean, I, I only played it if for, like, five or six levels in. If you're looking for a, if you're looking for like an old-school Baldur's Gate-type tactical experience... You're not going to get it as much from that. If you're looking for a Bioware game, you're going to get a Bioware game. Yeah, story is definitely its stronger yeah. suit. And mm-hmm. difficult moral decisions where there isn't just a, a Paragon and Renegade choice, which is like really cool. Oh, I hated that so much about the second uh, game where they were like, here's a Paragon choice with a little blue marker, and here's a Renegade choice with a little red marker, and here's a clown choice for clown people, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. With Maybe game. I missed the story somehow because it, it seemed a lot more like it was just run around hack and slash and little or no story at all. Are you skipping cutscenes? No. Then yeah, then you. I don't know what your game you were playing, man. <laughs> the game was entirely. Know. There was a lot of fighting. It there was a lot of dungeon like, crawls. Like the as way well. I feel about Mass yeah. Effect. I have not actually ever finished the Mass Effect series because I got bored with it. You don't need to. It got don't play the third game. Like, well, no, I, mean, Effect, I have not even finished a game. I have mostly finished one. Mass Effect was way more repetitive in terms of the missions. Mass Effect had way more, had way less story. I mean, you got story by going and just talking to people over and over and over again in Mass Effect. In Dragon Age, like, there are momentous events that you will not be able to avoid cutscenes in which you make several important moral choices every single time it happens. Like, every single thing you do in that game, every single thing you choose is relevant in some sort of deep way. Unlike I love certain games with yeah. certain promises in their third certain iterations. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect. <laughs> but, um, no, Dragon Age is, is, is absolutely fabulous. And honestly, even the, this, even the second one, even though like I complain about, like, you know, okay, well, the romantic subplots, I haven't found one that really stimulates me yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I like the character writing a lot in the second one. Which I think was the appeal of Dragon Age 2. I feel like they put in a lot of effort to make that game have something in it for everyone. Yeah. And I really appreciated yeah. that. Um, I think, I think, and, and like just the characters that you get, and, the, and even the acting, like the, the, the poses and everything, Aveline is, is amazing. I loved Aveline. Oh, God. She is so interesting as a character. She is, yeah, she's awesome. And I, I just, I love what happens when you attempt to romance her. That, I think, is the best part about it. Yeah. They're like, you know what, guys? How about some romantic tragedy? <laughs> you like that, right? <laughs> it would have only been better if it was also a musical. Man, I need to come up with janky, ridiculous things. I actually found out this new cool idea. Bribing your opponent by playing down in order to cheat. In the game. So, uh, there's a stupid rule in the Demon's book that says you can, uh, if you want, uh, buy magic weapons from the main rulebook, but you can't buy any other kind of magic item. And there's a lot of magic items that are really cool. And I want them, but I can't have them. 
And so I was like, hey, my opponent, do you mind if I bribe you points in order for me to break this rule? And he was like, yeah. And I wanted to regret it. Okay. I wanted to say, wow, I should never have allowed Will to do these things. So is it going to be Chaos versus Chaos tomorrow? It is going to be Warriors of Chaos versus Demons of Chaos. Now, unfortunately, mm. Warriors of Chaos are the hottest shit, and Demons of Chaos are a different kind of shit. Now, they're still really yeah. good. They're really good in tournaments, but their basic troops right. are kind of shitty. Really? Yeah. They're, they're, their basic soldiers are just kind of kind of butts. All right. And there's no love for Slash, and that breaks my heart. Seriously? There's no love for Slash. Slash is the best. They just they thought to themselves, True. all of these different gods have cool things they do. Zinch has their basic soldiers be little wizards. Wizards that aren't in your uh, lead- leadership area. That's ridiculous. They have uh, Nurgle be extremely tough and poisonous. That's really cool. Corn is super heavy hitting and front loaded and resistant to magic. And that's really cool. And Slanesh is slightly faster than an average soldier. And can pierce armor slightly better than a regular Empire swordsman, but not as good as a halberdier. I like that Slanesh gives you powers That's of very penetration. Stupid. Yes. <laughs> Is Slanesh like the Tau of fantasy? I don't know. But no, Slanesh Tower good. Demonettes aren't the as Tau. Slanesh is good! What I don't Tower hated on by GW though. Yeah, well, that's, I, that's true. What I don't understand is how demonettes are slower than elves. Really? Elves have always strikes first, a rule that says that you always strike first. Except that's not actually how it plays out, because when you have two people who always strike first, that rule is a stupidly named rule. But they they, they have Usually this, strikes first. Yeah, usually strikes first is their special rule. Sometimes strikes but first. But somehow, Slanesh doesn't just automatically have that, despite being that basically their whole shtick. That's their whole thing. That They're fast. How could there be... An elf. Like, elven troops are born faster than a demon of art and love and chaos and evil and just pure blinding speed. I just, I don't get it. I do not understand it, and it's stupid. And they thought the most important thing about being a a model of Slanesh was having mild armor penetrative power. And that is just not it. That isn't what Slanesh is about. Slanesh is not about mildly being better at penetrating armor. Better at penetrating other things, though. It's true! (laughs) But that's not what they do on the battlefield until the battle is done. Mm -hmm. He's specified. (laughs) Well, they might start a little early. Well... I mean, see, that, but that's, that's, that's a the pretty cute that, bullet hole there. Is that they want to? <laughs> the other side might want to lose that fight. <laughs> you want to lose it until you've lost it, and then you still kind of want it. <laughs> exactly. But it's just their sword. Their armor was saying no, no, no. But their eyes. That's terrible. Yes, it is. I love it to death. This podcast is fully copyrighted by its hosts. Visit us at podcastmagicmissile.com. I Podcast Magic Missile, attacking the darkness since 2012.